As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Okay, folks, welcome to this week's Friday Waffle. I'm uh, joined by the old mucker, Mr. Neil. How are you, Squire? Oh, okay. It's actually nice to have you sitting here giving me abuse rather than giving me abuse in the streams. <laughs> so, bloody hell, how are you enjoying the weather, mate? <laughs> Betty Swallows. <laughs> That's the thing, you know, I think... Uh, oh, you always, yeah. you really complain it's too hot, or... We do. I mean, that's... that's uh, if it wasn't for the fact, if you could talk about where you're going on holiday this year or what's to talk about the weather, I've got some bits of talk about what to talk about. Um, that is uh, excellent cuisine. Eh? <laughs> 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 I guess it's just, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I, I do like I do like the nice weather, but I think uh, the problem I've got is in, in the UK, we don't have we don't have the air conditioning. Most people don't have air conditioning. I actually thought it was a couple of weeks ago um, is when we had that we had that really, really hot Monday and Tuesday, and I was lying in my bed about half past midnight, and I thought, oh, my hell. And I went on the Amazon, it was like the air-conditioned <laughs> unit, and it was like 400 quid, and I'm like, well, that's a lot of money. And I'm like, oh. and then I looked at one for 30 quid, and I was hovering over the, the bike now. Oh, no, don't buy the cheap one. And I just thought, I thought, wait a minute, it's going to be pissing the rain on Wednesday, it's going to be freezing cold. <laughs> We'll be, com- we'll be big complaining. The cheap ones are just what, evaporative water and you've got to uh, keep changing <laughs> reading ground. <laughs> so I just thought, yeah, I mean, uh, as Billy Conley says, uh, summer was last Thursday. You know yeah. what I mean? That, that's quite literally it. I mean, I know... Well, uh, summer's today and tomorrow. Uh, is it? Uh, <laughs> it's the nice on the weekend, actually. So, great. So, anyway, how's, how's your week been, mate? Oh, not to go ahead and go back to time actually. Yeah, I mean, you're still, uh, still getting away from you were, uh, was it last year? You were doing a lot of Kenny like, Wild Camp and things like that. Uh, it was three years ago I went to the 
That's, that's why I'm wearing that on my knee. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you went over on your ankle, didn't oh, you? Yeah, you no, you fell in the river. I was using my walk. If you go hill walking, never ever buy the sprung walking poles. The shock protection, because you reach down, you're checking, oh, it feels yeah. solid. Put it down, put it thing. My pole just kept going into the bottom of the bun. <laughs> fell over, arse over tip. Knee right onto a hard rock. Jesus. Phone in my front pocket, soaked. Camera in my trouser uh, pocket, soaked. Ruined with it. Both ruined with it. Ah, oh, still, still using. Uh, dried out my So was it, was it an old rice and a yeah a box in the the oven cupboard? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> now bought, went onto eBay box. I have a big huge box of the. Mm. Silicon do not eat packets. Oh, you know, right. Just yeah, yeah. It's always handy to have. That's the thing. If you had decent weather, you could actually put your phone in rice outside, but in Scotland, the warmest place in your house is a earring company with your towels off. So, yeah, well, I've, I've seen some crappy places, the warmest place in the fresh. <laughs> so, hi, what have I been doing? Um, I was at my cook sale on Monday. Yeah, cook sale on, cook sale on Monday. Mm-hmm. You don't know what my cook sale is? My martial art I go to. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fanny in the belt and yeah. pajamas. Yeah, I'm up to a dizzy yellow girl. Oh, you know, I've got my. I've got my. I've got my. Ah, you got it. Okay, right. you could you could take me, obviously. But, uh, uh, no, I'm quite, quite enjoying it. I was meant to be there last, uh, not last night, well, technically it was last night, because this is actually getting recorded yesterday, but we're trying to, we're trying to pretend it's actually today. Um, I was making so, me... so all these questions come up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was meant to be there uh, last night. It started at seven, and uh, I don't know if it's an age thing, but I find when I get home for work, have my dinner, I sit down there, I'll put the TV on, I'll just rest my eyes for five minutes and before you know it, you, you fall asleep. And I woke up at half six. I thought, shit, I better go and get ready for cook soul. And then I went on, I just had a quick look at Facebook and it says, hey, just a reminder that the classes do start at half past six. I'm like, oh, no, bollocks. So I didn't mind it. Uh, before I cook drink, I used to get back from the pub and lie down. Oh, uh, go out when you went, when you went after him drinking. <laughs> you wake up, look at the watch, half nine. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm late for work. <laughs> <laughs> Never done that with him, I must admit, but... Anyway, yeah, listen, uh, we've got a few little choice uh, nuggets to, to kind of waffle about now. The camera can't actually see them. Um, yeah, I know it's, we've, we've spoken about it in the past. Uh, the mini systems, now my latest purchase, mini system wise, that my delightful system oh, will showcase these. Uh, yes, yeah, one of these things, actually, it's quite ugly with that thing. The mini A500, um, have you? Tried? Have you seen that one at all? I think one of the guys. I've, I've only played with it in the club. Aye. I was seriously thinking about getting one, and the replacement controller that it looks really tempting. It's only twenty quid, so and it feels really good. Well, actually, what you what, what, what kind of controller are you? The it's like the old uh, CD32 controller. Aye, well, it, it comes with it. Yeah, yeah it comes with it. They also sell it separately. Oh right, why would you want to buy it separately? Because it's not better. So what are you talking about? Oh, I've got you. Ah, right. Oh, so you want to buy the controller. a controller to use in your computer? Yeah. Really? Well, to use on my master. Really? Yeah. I see. I would see the, the controller. But hang on, I could do a jump cut, but you can keep me entertained. Uh, yeah, one of these. 
if you're juggling or something, I'm going to cut it. Like, oh, I'm away, right? Yeah, I'm back, so it's, it's pointless now. Right, yeah, there's the. Uh, it's, it's interesting to see that. It's interesting to hear you say that you would actually go out and buy that. Yeah. Whereas to me, quick. that would be the weakest point of it. I don't like game pads for. It's for some for, for some games they're good, and it just feels good in hand. I have to say, I mean, I've got a CD32, yeah. and that probably feels better. Yeah, it feels it, it feels decent quality. As we've seen, Glasgow is pure quality, man. I would say it is actually. It's, it's, it's quite. Not, it's not bad. It's reassuringly heavy. You know what's actually interesting? I, like, I watched a video, and I found the like they actually put a weight into these uh, just to, to make them feel a bit heavier. I don't know if that one's got one. Has that one got one? I think it has. I think. Yeah. I think. I think the. I think. Yeah. I think the thing literally takes up a tiny wee section, and the rest. The rest is no, you're not going up. You can, you can actually see through it if you look through there. You can see fresh air through it. I can't see the weight there. Yeah. What you say though? I mean, is a, is a like a, a little uh, thing you put on your shelf. It's actually. I'm trying to figure out if it's actually in scale. What do you think? Three, two, three, one. I think it is in scale. It's very well made. What I was trying to figure out. I mean, the same company. What are they? What's the company that makes some retro, retro games limited? Um. Yeah, they make this as well. Would you say that that is actually? Would you say that they're actually in, in proper scale? Not to each other, no. Nah, that would be quite a bit bigger, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the C six. I think the Amiga was probably almost oh, double yeah. the width or double the, the depth because that was a big bug up and back in the day. Did you ever own a an E five hundred? I'm still halfway through. Well, I've got all the bits together. Bought the E five hundred. Plus plus board. Oh, right, okay, yeah. That was my originally 500 plus, so it's been in the loft for about 25 years. It's probably badger's probably <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's quite a common thing. But what's, what's, I mean, what's your, without wanting to go over all day, what's your kind of take, take on, on these systems? Do they have a place? And they're, so, I think they're, inter who? they're interesting. They give, they're just, Mainly for people who've got memories of them and like to have them and think they look good. Mm. Um, just toys, really. I, I think, I think I, I, all, all games are toys. Yeah, well, right, right, absolutely. I um, mean, but um, if you want them, yeah, fine. That's, uh, I mean, I think what, what who, 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 sorry, who thinks it's a target market these things? Sad middle aged gets. We're some back ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't no, yeah, I can't I can't even put my hair. So technically it just it just depends what we've done. Um I I mean I I think uh, I think the target market of these they're they're aimed at guys probably similar age to ourselves. They're uh, they're out with their girlfriend and she's like what? Sorry, I'm, I'm stereotyping. They're out with their girlfriend, boyfriend, their partner, whatever you want to say. And they're like, what do you want for your partner? I don't want anything. Oh, look at one of these. Oh, I remember, I remember playing yeah. sensible soccer in that. Oh. And yeah, it's for people who probably, it's for people who are probably not into video games. Yeah. I would say, because people like ourselves and the people that are watching this video, we are, uh, we are hardened gamers. Oh, well, people watching this video. We've got other ways of playing everything already. Yeah. So why 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 would I buy one then? Yeah. Well, we've got multiple ways of playing. It's like, well, you know what? The first thing 
the first thing that I did, uh, and I've said I've said before, top tip: if you do buy one of these Amiga, sorry, they're not called Amiga; they're called the A500. They can't use the word Amiga. Yeah, Don't upgrade it. Do not upgrade it because if you upgrade it to version 1.11, uh, you lose the ability to play RetroArch, and you, and well, I think that that is it. The can you CD, that, can you downgrade it? Well, now what you do is there's a I'm not going to okay good in this video, but it's dead dead simple. There's a wee bit of software you put on the SD card uh, on your USB stick, and then when you boot it up, it gives you the choice: do you want to boot to the latest firmware or do you want to run with the oldest one? So you've got the choice of both without physically. Up. If you pull out the USB stick, it runs old version. Um, so don't upgrade it because you can run RetroArch and apparently the emulators that are on RetroArch are better than the stock emulators. So if you want to play CD32 games, you're <coughs> much better using RetroArch. So you've got to remember the majority of these games, they're not going to... Are you going to be by people yeah, 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 who yeah, just, yeah. just want to play the game and they'll be happy with what happens? Oh, no, like 20 games it comes with? Aye, like? 24 games. Some, in fact, there's... Have you got the box there? Is that the box on oh, the side there? There's the box there, mate. See in the right-hand side? Oh, You'll see it there, yeah. Let's have a look at the games that come with it. Which one's the other one? Right. Another World? Yeah, that was absolutely awesome. That was. Still, that. still is a good game. Have you completed it? No. Not near of that. Funnily enough. I think I only got back to maybe the first five screens because I didn't buy it. <laughs> uh, did you ever notice that when you played a pirate game, you rarely played it all the way through? Yeah. And, and you know, and but that, if you bought the game, you played it all the way. And you know what? That's maybe that's uh, <coughs> a sad reflection in me. I have bought, I have bought thousands of games over the years, but I don't mind admitting with the Commodore sixty four. I mean, I bought loads of games. In fact, you know what? Actually, that's I probably bought more games for the C sixty four than I did than I pirated them. Um, the Amiga, I have to say, once I was away of piracy. I bought very few games. Okay. I really did, and and it's the same with the, the Sony PlayStation. Um, yeah, yeah, I call it. I call it the play, PlayStation syndrome. Did you ever go down the bars in Glasgow? Was it, uh, it was usually Ingolston. Uh, usually Ingolston Mark. I went. To, I did on occasions go to the bars, but yeah, you, you, we can all remember putting on your uh, Amiga Five Hundred. You had the four or five trays of discs. You go do, 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 thing, and you put them on your multi discs that had like four or five games on, and you would play it for 10, 10 minutes and go, I'll just play something else. I'm a bit like that when uh, you've got me now. You play something, ah, yeah, yeah. Ah, I'm not in the mood for this. I'm fancy game of this. Nah, I'm not in the mood. Aye, aye. You, got, you, get, you get so much choice. I keep meaning, actually, I mean, I've got, I've got my, you know, my, my three main cards through there, and I keep meaning to. I would love to actually go through and physically remove probably 95% of the ROMs and just have the ones that I want. I know you can do favourites, whatever, but yeah, there is, there is. It's a very, very true saying that that's too much is not yeah. a good thing. That's one thing we should do as well. It's more modern. It's, I don't know about you, but my Steam games, the list, mm. Because I've got this habit of buying humble bundles. <laughs> you like 45 <laughs> games for, 45 games for three pence. Yeah. Um, I've got so many games in there. I don't know what a lot of them are. 
Yeah. I've never installed a whole load of them. So to be all right, it's fun to go through them and just see what there is. See, the thing is, see, like, you've just talked about well, the second game and this is Zoom. Zoom. If you only had these two games, you would play them. Yeah. Because you've got, you know, once you've got an SD card in this thing, you've got max SD, you've got 2,000 games. I, Zool I enjoyed, but it's, yeah. it was good, but I just had, as we were talking about earlier, play games for enjoyment. Mm. You got all these people, oh, you've got to play it on the hard level. On the hard level? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't a massive fan of Zool. I remember being, I remember being quite excited at the time because it was like a Sonic killer. I mean, I, I never really liked Sonic, but Zool was the Amiga's attempt to, yeah. to try and get into the, the cool kids, the SNES, whatever. The worlds? Never really, never really go on with that. I got, I got them in a humble, humble bundle. All the worms games. Mm. Uh, it's at the time it would have been absolutely brilliant. I was. It's, do you remember the old Gorilla game on PC Basic? No. Where you just had to throw bananas at each other. <laughs> nah, I played one that was called Time or something. You basically had a wee sort of thing. So, yeah, the guy in my work was actually. He said that he was he was absolutely addicted to what I was. Just having his mates used to say they were like, "Oh shit, what I mean, I'm completely to like perfection," but. Never really go into the game. What's in it? Pinball games. Pinball, pinball fantasies as well. Yeah. They, they, were, they were good. I mean, you know, they were, it was the first, well, I had a game in the C64, David's Midnight Magic, which was really pretty basic. But yeah, it was the first kind of pinball. I, that actual. physics. That actual. Uh, oh, that's, that's my alarm, excuse me, I say. That's still in my bed. Uh, what I was going to say, yeah, Pinball Dreams was actually. The first, that was my first exposure to pinball because being a kid from central Scotland, I never, the only arcades you ever got to go in, the only time you got, I got to play arcade games was when we were maybe going down south and holding and we'd stop at the services for a piss. Oh, can I get 10 pence for a shot of commando? Oh, can I go to Blackpool? So, <laughs> nah, you know what, mum and dad, they dislike Blackpool. Can't think why. But <laughs> I, I don't lose. As I've said, the only good thing coming uh, in Blackpool's road, I'd be headed out. But anyway. Oh, you got the I will review that because I'm going to be staying there. In fact, I, I don't mind actually, I don't mean actually putting this in the video. Um, I have mentioned that I've, uh, I'm going to be doing all the panel talks this year. And uh, when I heard uh, when I heard that they'd put me up in the Nordrake, I contacted the uh, Steve, um, who's one of the guys that's kind of helping, and I said, uh, I've heard terrible things about it. And he went, No, I've stayed there three times, and it's all right. It's all right. I said, Well, I've seen the pictures of pubes and shine Interesting and, and stains and all that. And I said, Well, I don't mind. I says, Please don't take this as a threat. I says, But if my room is a shithole, I'll be just going home. <laughs> and I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that a shithole, but hopefully they'll, uh, and Lee's coming down as well. So, yeah, um, I've told them. Please don't uh, Google TripAdvisor. Every time I see videos of the rooms, I'm reminded of in barracks when I was in the TA. <laughs> <laughs> only not quite. Only, the, the, uh, the, the, the interesting stains you got on the uh, bedding where you're given uh, <laughs> take it to your corporal. Who circled it in ink so you didn't get the blame? Oh, <laughs> anyway, so getting back to yeah, pinball. 
because I only got to play arcade games in like cafes or you know whatever sports centers. You didn't get a pinball table in these places. The only place I think you could get, get to play pinball would be going down an arcade. And we never. I mean, what was what was your kind of exposure from uh, like from arcades when you were younger? Oh, up? Got on holiday. Uh, where, did, where did you live when you were? When you were born, when, when did you stay? Oh, I, was, I was born in Yorkshire, moved up to Edinburgh when I was a wee kid. So, always in Blackpool, usually in the bottom. A other couple of family aunts and uncles. So, so Holland is on the Norfolk Broads. Yeah. So, yours went to Great Yarmouth. Uh, they were Great Yarmouth, and oh, what's other? Uh, what's the other? We were trying to remember that a couple of weeks ago. All the in um, England, this thing thing by one sea. What's what was it called? So, there's, oh bloody hell! Oh, there's loads of places. Thing by one sea, South South End and Sea. I just when I think when I think of that, so I think of a, I think of Stuart Hall, and it's a knockout. South End and Sea. It's a knockout. Operation U Street. <laughs> yeah. I remember going to uh, Skegness. We had a Skegness, that's in England, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah, that sounds more Scottish than Inverness. <laughs> Skegness. By the way, if you're from Skegness, he's only joking. I do not condone no, anything, was, anything this guy says. No, I was in the bottom. And I'm only joking about Blackpool. Me and my dad went to the Butlins for a week because we were nervous to go. Yeah. We left after four days. It was absolutely <laughs> dire. It was, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, I so pin, did you have much? Did you have much exposure to like pinball at all? I saw. I remember did you play them. I always thought pinball was a wee bit kind of rough and ready game, and I loved playing it. I remember on holiday, on holiday with all my cousins, we got uh, five different boats out in the Norfolk Broads, mm. and stopped off at this pub and had this one pinball game. I used to love playing it. So I always find anything I play pinball. I thought it's how it's impossible. You know, I would last a minute because the ball would just go straight down. But then, of course, was like nudging the table was that part of the game? You yeah. had to try and nudge it without getting to game. I remember the student union uh, down in Plymouth at uh, an arcade in the place, mm. and they had about three or four uh, pinball games. I was addicted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's I say that was the yeah. pinball dreams was kind of my first exposure. Just just when we're talking about arcades, I, I did talk about this a while back with the Lone Boys post. Do you remember that in the early arcades you had <laughs> you had like remote control cars oh, or remote control boats? And I mean you were like you were standing behind a, a perspex screen and the, the playing area was probably oh excuse me, was probably like four feet by four I feet. Remember the hard and you put boat. And yeah, they steer, you know, you just control this remote control yeah. car. I remember they had them in the winter gardens in Blackpool. <laughs> and you had boats. Yeah. Remote Brilliant. control boats. That was like, the, that, that blew my mind. Oh. Now, now dude, you've got drones. Uh, <laughs> you always remember in arcades, and I, I would I would love to own one of these, but they'll probably go for stupid money. In the arcades, you had, uh, you had like the, the horse racing, and you had like the three coloured, you had like the slot for putting the money in, and then you had like the silver, gold, green, and blue. And like the silver was like two to one on, the green would be like five to one on. And the, the horses would they would race, and then they would go backwards to the start line, and then you had like 10 seconds to put yeah, the coin in. 
then also had one wheel like Celetrix, it was cars going around a track. Remember that one? I remember that. I loved them, they were great. Um, oh, they're probably they're probably both a daft money. We were playing, I was down in the, the lovely salt coats a couple of weeks ago. Jesus, it makes it makes a uh, black hole look like uh, <laughs> <laughs> Los Angeles or something, but uh, aye, aye, uh, but yeah, pinball. So, pin, pinball dreams, or pin, I think pinball dreams was the first one, wasn't it? And then the yeah, fantasies. pinball, fantasy. yeah, that, that I think. What was your favorite table? I think the circus oh, one was my favorite one. There was a there was a car one I didn't like. I remember. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember. I I think uh, but uh, good. Simon the Saucer. I never played ah, point and click. Did you ever get one of these games of point and click adventures? Uh, never really got on with them, but just recently because I had labyrinthitis a couple of years ago. Now whenever I play a first person shooter or something, I get motion sickness. Yeah, really, yeah, really. Like uh, after after about half an hour, yeah. playing Doom, uh, I tried playing. I bought that Stray, um, where you play a cat. Oh, Ava was playing that last yeah, night. Yeah, really good. Mm. I couldn't play it for more than half an hour. I just started getting nauseous. And you never had that before. Not since I had labyrinthitis. It's just just basically all the canals in your ears get uh, gunked up. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I first got it, I stood up, got out of bed, stood is up. Is that just like earwax or something? Or no. no. Is it is it canals on another side of your earbud? Yeah, uh, it, they just stopped working. I stood up and I fell down. Really? It's absolutely horrible. I remember I, I had to go into the office in Glasgow. Um, I, had to, actually, I had to walk with a stick because I was going to fall down. Mm-hmm. You crossing George Square. Um, I had to... I just people must have been looking at it thinking he's a jiggy. Actually, I had to hang on to the lamppost because I was going to fall down. Okay, apart from playing first person shooters. Yeah, I mean, can you, is it cheerful? Just time. Uh, can be up to six weeks. Oh, that pretty nasty. Aye, but your first person, not first person shooters, point and click. The only ones of these, again, it was. When, when I moved from the, the C64 to the Atari ST, um, is it Sierra Online? They did all the uh, is it King's Quest games, Leisure Suit Larry games. Leisure Suit Larry was awesome. Police Quest was awesome. Never got into Police Quest. Again, it was a pirated game. Yeah, well, I was the same. I mean, the graphics were shit. The graphics were like Commodore 64, kind of quality. Um, but I think it was because you got to use a mouse. It was like, whoa, when it was like an adult, an adult game, you know, you felt kind of quite, quite kind of on the edge playing them. Um, but never, they, they got more advanced, like, what's other things I can't remember. Yeah. Simon no, no idea what that game is. That's, uh, that's the Sentinel. Sentinel, you've played the Sentinel before. You know, you know what it is. Probably played it, but it doesn't. Yeah, that's, that's a good game. So Alien Breed. Yeah. Yeah, good game. Too hard though, unfortunately. It's an F-16 combat pilot. I had to fight someone on the Amiga. I was, I loved it. What was that one? That one? I think I'm, it was F-16. One, the only one I really got into, but I never really got into it, just because it looked impressive, was uh, it was Interceptor. Was it F-E? Inter- Interceptor something or another. 
I remember the name, the guy that programmed it called Bob Dinnerman, and he had a really good, nice soundtrack. But the thing that looked most impressive, and you look at it now, it looks laughable. You could do an outside view, yeah. and when you press, I think it was the enter for afterburners. <laughs> All it was, was it, it just went yellow. You're like, oh! <laughs> and it, like, it looked amazing. It was just yellow, that's all it was. Oh, but, I, mean, uh, I loved that 16. I loved, um, what was it? So many of them. Gunship that. 2000. Ah, oh, my, my mates used to play that constantly. I what, what, just, what? I remember reading, uh, I picked up at a jumble sale an old analog joystick, a CH one, really good quality, so good. And I read you can actually wire it up to the Amiga joystick and get an analog joystick. And I did that with the Gunship 2000. Honestly, it was like night and day from using your traditional digital pressing to to using an analog and just inching it over. These games have to be played by Defender of the Crown. Battle Chess. Oh, Battle Chess. Again, it was, it was an, an interesting game, but yes, it, it novelty wears off. off. Aye, the novelty wears off, definitely. Stunt Car Racer. Yeah, classic. I've seen it, I've never really played it. Because it's. Uh, I think it? on the Amiga 500 it was like three frames a second. Apparently, I think the Atari ST one is actually better. But you know what? Surprisingly, one of the. Well, I wouldn't say it's the best version at all, but a really impressive version is the Commodore 64. Now, that is not many able to do vectors, yeah. but okay, does the job. Jeff Crammon was a fucking wizard when he came to something. Alien like Breed. Oh, so that was Alien Breed 3 mm-hmm. or 2, whatever it was. That's Alien Breed. Yeah, Alien Breed 2 is like doom, but it's like yeah. really low res. Alien Breed was good, really nice, uh, nice graphics, nice atmosphere. The problem was, and it's like a lot of these games, I can run out of ammunition too easily, you run out of keys, I can't even bother with something like that. Dragon's Breath, never played it. No. Speedball 2, brilliant game. No. See, I've, I've never if played it. You played, it's a, really, you got to play two player. Is it a two player game? Yeah, I remember playing with my mate and it was the Mega 600. And it's great, played it. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what I missed out. I it's, it's, never played it two player. It's just like a soccer game. Oh, I know, I know the game. I know exactly. I have played it, but I've never really gotten into it. I don't know why, but... Yeah. Cadaver. I got that. That was by yeah. Mark Brothers yeah. again as well, wasn't it? But it wouldn't run on the Amiga 500 Plus. We got back the first... It crashed after we onto the second dungeon you went into. Well, that's a bit annoying. I always yeah, wanted so to play far. it. So. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh, what's this one? Kick off two. two. Uh, yeah, kick off. I like the original kick off and then Sensible Soccer. Sensei Soccer came along and just basically pissed all over it from a high height. Paradroid 90 never played it. Yeah. Paradroid the C64 is good. Never played the yeah. new one. It just looks slightly yeah. better graphics. Yeah. AR 880, an all terrain racing. Uh, yeah. Never played it. Not familiar with that one. Never at all. Quack. No. Never played California games? Why? Yeah, this is a fact. Nobody in Britain wants to play California. American games. They don't want to do BMX. They don't want to do how far you can throw a frisbee. They don't want to do juggling a beanbag in your head. <laughs> the Chaos Engine. I bought that game. I played it. I could 
prefer shit. It was brilliant. I loved it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, I've never again. You know what? I think I think the problem that I had is just what we spoke about earlier on. I had I had so many copied games, yeah. and I just I never really played any anything for any of them. It was. Know, I remember time. it was one of the games I waited to get released. Yeah, I mean, graphically, it's it's, yeah. it's it's phenomenal. It really is. So anyway, getting back to that. So that that's the games that you've got with it, and as 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 you said, Neil. For a, a sort of casual game or somebody who just yeah. wants to kind of revisit the past, I mean, it's it's 120 quid. So it retails up. Um, you know, if you're a nerd, you can put other stuff on it. You can quite easily get an SD card, download games. For your average casual gamer, the chances are you're not going to be you're not going to have a clue how to download ROMs. So that's fine. But I mean, for this, I would say probably the 25 games well, there's probably 20. It advertises WHD load compatible right on yeah. the box there. So. But again, for your casual gamer, yeah. he's no not really, he's going, to have, he's going to have no idea at all. But yeah, so, I mean, uh, why, why did I buy one? Again, of course you're gullible. Nah, the reason yeah, I bought it, I wasn't, I wasn't, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of late to the party, that's yeah. been it for a while. The reason I bought one is because a couple of guys, like Lone Boy's post nineteen seventy five, he's done a lot of interviews. Dell Boy's he bought his, he's been raving about it. And I have to say it's for what it's it is bloody brilliant. You know, what again and it's the same with the C sixty four one and all these wee mini systems. I'm under no illusion that that the the games that I've got, the systems that I've got, I'm gonna switch them on. I mean we were messing about with the Vectrex just before yeah. we started filming and you were playing one of the games and I pressed the reset button and then it just went to blank screen like, oh, shit, is this it? Is this it? Is this it? Fucked, basically. And fortunately it wasn't. We took the cartridge out and it's working fine. But um, people say, oh, you need to replace the capacitors. And it, say, say to me, you need to replace the capacitors is like saying you need to fucking, you need to do a, a, a hard bypass. I know you were going to give me a tutorial and we cool. still need to do that. It was from when before COVID was going to. It happen. was. It was I even bought COVID. it. He bought a uh, wee soldier. And I don't know where that is. I have absolutely no oh, idea. Was Fuck! It was about nine pounds or something. I don't know where. I don't. I know. I'm gutted. So I don't know where. I don't know where it is. I've got spare decent stuff you can borrow. Okay. So I'll. I'll. I'll I was going to take him through a quick soldier and tutorial. I've even bought kits. <laughs> Well, with, see, with I suppose would it would it be worth my while if you were to show me, give me the teach me the basics of soldering and desoldering, then I could open up one of my machines and then you need to show me like that's a a twelve volt capacitor, that's a two volt capacitor, and then I can order it up and then just replace them. Would that be? Well, something? you'd have to know. It's easy enough for folks to. Oh, you can pass it. Yeah, because I'm, I'm you but, need, but yeah, maybe you've got, you've got you don't have to know how to a identify what a capacitor is. Yeah, let's say that we plan that we believe like how, how to know if it's blown or not. So you really need an ESR sensor as well. I see, you're, you're, you're getting me on me. You know? Let's see the multimeter you've got. Yeah, it can do capacitance, but it won't measure capacitance in the circuit. Right. It'll, it'll maybe give you a short if, if it's a short right. it's right you know what you've, you've said enough so the reason for somebody like myself is i don't have when my machines break i mean i'm lucky enough that uh, i know guys that can solve them what have you that'll probably fix them for me but you know 
if uh, if it gets to a point where stuff stops working, then you know, just just don't buy dodgy eBay stuff like your handheld game you got me to fix the other couple of months ago. <laughs> Open it up. Do you know what I realised? All that gunk inside was somebody put WD40 in it. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, seriously? Yeah. yeah, is that what it? What the hell? WD40 shouldn't be used on electricians. No, no, that's what it was. Nah, no, not really. Okay, but no, I think for for some, as I said, I'm under no illusion that my original hardware is probably living beyond its life expectation mm-hmm. and it's going to get to a point where over a period of time I'm going to switch something on and it's not going to work and I'll probably get to a point if I ever do move house in the next three, four years, I may think about you know selling all this stuff and getting something like that. I've got that little Amiga I can plug into my telly, mm-hmm. HDMI, poof, there you go, perfect. I mean, if you do buy one of these, what you can also get is one of these. That works perfectly. That actually works. That that works just the same. You don't need this to control it. That works a treat. So great. So that's obviously this is that has got the cord. That thing. Yeah, that also works with the the uh, the VC sixty four money. It's actually quite a good control. Oh, I've got my eight bit dude. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's it, it appeals. I think it appeals to people who just want it. Want to play Sensei Soccer because I've not played it since 1994. They used to go to their mate's house and play it after the pub. Uh, and then, you know, for, for me, it's, I, I actually look upon that as future-proofing my hobby. Future-proofs yeah. that I've got the ability to still enjoy these games long after my hardware's kind of gone. And I mean... That's what, what, I, that's what basically I've done with the best stuff. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Well, that's, that, that's my long-term goal. Yeah. I saw your pictures a couple of months ago when I was up in the water. I found the mole links. No, you never sent a picture. No, no, no. Have you it down then? I know exactly where it is. All right, so it's, it's, it's moved from there to there now. It's getting no, 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 no. It's still where it is. <laughs> oh, but it's, at least, it's behind some jackets. At least you know where it is. Well, Neil and I started, <laughs> we, we made part one of uh, what is the definitive base, <laughs> oh, sorry, what is the best 8-bit computer? It's the definitive, you know, we are going to, we are going to tell you what so is Totally unbiased. Completely unbiased. Um, we did record it for about two hours, and then we were going to do yeah. part two, and then... The battery stuff. ran out, so we don't know where we got to. Yeah, I, I, that's right, yeah, it did yeah. actually ran out. Fortunately, it didn't lose too much, but we do have a part two to record, and I think we'll then, we'll, we'll lump it all together, but... So you've got that coming well, up. Well, uh, I also found out that all the systems we've got are on the Vista, so I've got a wee USB video capture. Right, yeah, yeah, so we could maybe, we so could maybe yeah, choose one yeah, game and be choose. We could maybe I fire up to that and yeah. we could have, when we're talking, we could have, yeah, we could overlay that or whatever. But yeah, the, the, again, I'm nobody getting the Master because lots of people, oh, the Master's not retro, blah, blah, blah. I know it's not retro, yes. but it's, it's something that allows us to enjoy yeah. retro games. That's all I care about. Um, I, I was wanting to buy a Mister about a year ago. I think I think I was actually unfortunate that at the point I was convinced to buy one, that was when chips go. That's when yeah. chips just went boof, uh, and you can't buy them. I'm not I, in any rush to buy it. If you want to play games, if that's your main interest, Raspberry Pi is perfect. I just like the old hey. computer systems. Mm. So. Well, I, I, that's something I was going to talk about. Raspberry Pi for retro games. I mean, I've got. 
I mean, I'll bring them across since they're sitting there. <laughs> I mean, I've got, I've got numerous. How much could you sell them for a fortune? Probably could actually. I mean, I've got that. You can hold that. Up. That's that is brilliant. That was my mate Mike Hansen made that for me. Um, he's he's done it in the kind of style of an old Atari with the kind of four wood in the front of it. That's got a Raspberry Pi three and Raspberry Pi 3? Yeah. Yeah, that's got a Raspberry Pi 3 in it. All I have to do is plug in the HDMI cable. There's the, the micro SD. I can swap out the micro SD cards. It's got the proper Sanwa buttons, whatever. Um, awesome. And I've also got that, which is a Raspberry Pi 4. I mean, that's a computer. It's, it's that, you know what's interesting about this? This is like the first computer. I remember... I remember going from the Amiga to the PC and I couldn't believe I couldn't believe that the PC had different bits to it. Because every computer we had before, That's it was just I am saying it. Before before the PC every computer was just a keyboard. You know what I mean? Every computer was just a keyboard, yeah. that was a computer, and then PCs came along and that's obviously and that was, I can't remember how much that was. But yeah, getting back to on topic, but well, Raspberry Pi. No, I think that's a bit more than that, mate. Because uh, I've, I've used it about twice. That's like, the, I, I bought a Pi 4. I got a really good deal. I think Amazon has a mistake in the prices. Oh, four gigabytes. I'll take that. Go in. Do you know how many times I've used that? Once. Yeah. Well, no, I, I bought no. a nice case for it and everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, getting back to Raspberry Pi, the thing about the thing for me is, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the lag. I know, oh, fucking lag, uh, but lag is noticeable. Yeah. If you're playing a Raspberry Pi on a modern TV, there's lag in that. For arcade games, it's not so noticeable on like it's not so noticeable on like playing consoles. But see, if you play like an Amiga game, you play nineteen yeah. forty not an Amiga game. If you play like nineteen forty two, there is maybe a third of a second delay from you moving the joystick, yeah. and that that just yeah. It depends again if you if you plug if you plug one of these into like a a small TV, it's fine. That big TV there's got a game mode, but. I just think it just annoys me. I, I, just, think, it, I think it depends if you're yeah. using what kind of what, which control you use. Mm. If you're using something that's directly wired into the GPIO port. Mm. Well, that thing there works perfectly yeah. if you're using it on like an old TV, like a smaller TV. If you use it on something like that, it's. it's if you weren't a kind of geek like me, yeah. you probably and that was the only thing you had, you'd probably be over the moon with it. And it's fantastic. I mean, you stick a 120 gig SD card in, you can download pre-built packs and you've got access to 10,000 games. I mean, that's technically all you need. You well, need that's what else. you were saying earlier. You mm. don't see them on the Facebook marketplace anymore. No, which is good because that used to really get my tits. I mean... RetroPie is obviously a project that's been written. It's yeah. by a group of enthusiasts. They don't charge anything for it. Um, the ROMs are technically nobody actually owns ROMs. It's, it's, I noticed that Raspberry Pi when it, the RetroPie was new, mm. and 
all the forums were full of people helping each other and getting really friendly. Then it got into the shysters in the wee flats in Manchester. Remember you looked it up? Mm. <laughs> uh, selling them, ripping folk off. They for like 200 quid. Oh. And, you, and the forums started getting people, why isn't this working? Oh, I want to do this right now. I can't do this. It's a shite. Everything like yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. It, it started coming, and I just started losing interest in helping people and giving support. It's seen now, it's not as bad with the Mr. Community, but it's starting. You get people coming, uh, was it the Sega Saturn uh, core is getting produced now. Uh, but unfortunately, the lead developer is in the Ukraine, and his city has been taken over by Russians. Yes, yeah, so and, and there was whatever. somebody moaning, "Oh, he says, when's it going to get done? I want this now." And some, and he just basically got. I'll give him his due. He did post an apology about after he was told what happened. But it's just the attitude of people. It's an open source it's, project, but they're not. Yeah. Giving into it, you it's, it's just this, and I, I, I experience this now and again on YouTube. It's this sense of entitlement yeah. that people have. They're, 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 they're partaking in something completely free, whether it's yeah. watching videos like this or whether it's enjoying an emulator which is completely free, and then they start criticizing them. Yeah. Why didn't you do this? And I mean, I've, 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 I've you know, I put out videos looking at whatever, the Raspberry Pi or the, the Amiga, and somebody will say, oh, you didn't, it wasn't a very, very thorough review, you never looked at this, you never looked at that, and I'm so like, fuck off, it's my <laughs> channel, I'm just talking about it, I don't give a shit I mean, what you think. There's, there's only, was this assholes, one YouTuber I got into a wee argument with, because he was an Yeah, he was reviewing, basically, a battery conditioner, radio control, for controlling radio control batteries, but like, balancing them and checking their output. It's something I've got, something I've used some for a long time, and something that does its job brilliantly. Mm. Um, he gets it, tries to use it to balance, um, you know, these Tesla wall things and big sets of batteries and says it's crap. Or, oh, and it also can check your radio control output. And he's using it for the purposes of uh, not what it's for. And he's mm. putting it down. I said, it's not yeah. the manual. Oh, I never read manuals. I thought, what now? You can't. So, unsubscribed. It's a shame. He wasn't good, but he's, he's one of these... Not by Clive, no. No, 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 no. no, no he was no. one of these blokes that he's just gone... Nah, nah. Got filled himself. He was really good when he started off, but he's kind of got. Filled, so. I mean, I'm 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 guilty of that sometimes, um, and I never ever I've never made any videos that I call reviews. I don't yeah. reviews because reviews is playing a game and then giving you some you know, your comments on it. But I mean, I'll, I'll play a game, especially in live stream. Somebody will say, "Play this game." I've never heard of it. Load it up. And go, oh, I forgot. Oh, you pish. And then, oh, you should have read. Oh, I, I can't believe you don't read the instructions. Well, you know, if I want, if I was going to read instructions in every single game I get asked to play, I'd end up playing about two or three games, and you know, I like starting the game, play about, and then if I'm not too sure, I'll read the instructions. Yeah. If I buy new hardware, the first thing I do is open the instructions on the bus home or whatever, mm -hmm. and I'm reading them. But if it's a game, 
I'll dive into it. And then if I'm stuck on something, I'll look at the instructions. Mm. Like, have you ever read the manual to Excel? <laughs> Don't even know there was one. That's not right. That's not really. Oh, there's one online thing, isn't there? Like, I mean, uh, I, I've done, I remember, I've done some like, big Excel spreadsheets mm. and had to write using obscure commands and everything like that. And I've had to read it just to be able to use it, but mm-hmm. most of things you don't need to. So. Yeah. But, aye, but uh, yeah, so that's what we were talking about, the Raspberry Pi. Um, yeah, it's, you know, for your, for your kind of casual gamer, it's fantastic. Yeah. But I've kind, of, I've kind of cooled off a lot towards Raspberry Pis. I mean, I've got, I've got quite a few. I never really, I never really used It does crack me up when people call themselves Pro level. What's that? What's that? Pro level. I'm a pro gamer. I've got pro joystick. <laughs> but that, do you know, that's it's one of these buzzwords. It's like uh, you get the buzzword now is uh, I'm an amateur. You get crisps are called loaded, loaded fries, loaded such and such, loaded. What the fuck? You get street food. Street. It's just basically. People selling food in the street, but it's, it's, at it's, high, it's, at high it's, uh, stuff, street prices. Stuff the bike you'd buy from a bag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like we were talking about earlier on about you know, street, street foods are square sausage, right? The drawback street food. food. Um, I always put some other thing across the We were talking, you were, before we came on air, we were talking, you were looking at a We'll not see where it is, but we're, we're talking about a, a flat in oh, Western Hills. We'll not see where it is. <laughs> and uh, yeah, anyway, we'll not mention the price, but they're looking for the ridiculous uh, yeah. price. And we we're just having a laugh at if you're ever buying a, a flat or a house and it says, uh, you know, quirky or full of character, means it's do a fucking do, rundown. Do a rubber. <laughs> or what is it? Uh, yeah. Ideal, ideal project for first time buyer. Potential. <laughs> but, oh, but, but this one's featured on street market. <laughs> You're going to leave your car. That's the <laughs> no offence to me, meant to any Wesley Hills people. Um, yeah, and then of course there's the, uh, what was it? What was it? Surprisingly spacious. Means yeah. it's fucking the size <laughs> of a box. Pokey. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's it's quite funny when if you look at like early, early, early computer games, and you look to the cassette and like it would have like features, high score table, uh, mm-hmm. a track screen, and uh, what else? Hundred percent machine code, and it, it boasted like full color. Aye, full color. <laughs> ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, yeah, so. Raspberry Pi. I mean, don't get me wrong. There, but if you're on a if you're on a low budget, or you you want to get into video games, you've maybe you've, you've not played video games for years, you want to start replaying your Commodore sixty four games. I would say they're not as good for computers. You do need you do need like a keyboard, and you can buy like little Bluetooth yeah. keyboards. Oh um, yeah, we one you've got there. Yeah, what are you talking about? Oh, that Raspberry Pi thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, when I started my PhD, the idea was to use Raspberry Pis because they, they came out uh, a year after I started. I'd read about them. I was actually speaking to the bloke 
that was it Optimi book by email and he was supporting what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I was going to take them out to Africa and use them in education about public health, etc. But um, then I got into thinking about it. Okay, Raspberry Pi itself at the time it was only 15 quid. Mm-hmm. But then you need screen, you need a keyboard, you need mouse, uh, you need power. Yeah, yeah. So computer might be bugger all, but it's all the ancillary stuff you've got to get. Ah, exactly. And then no. would they get into it? What else could they use it for? And one of the biggest things if you could go to the African villages is there's always some enterprising chap with a wee generator and a telly <laughs> and a DVD. You can, like, you can hire them or something. Yeah. You can hire the generator for like a little... I mean, I remember, I remember, I remember going around and all the African, wee African kids running about doing kung fu poses because they had a load of DVDs from Hong Kong martial <laughs> arts. <laughs> it's absolutely broke. <laughs> but it did have to have some other use as well. So. Mm. But no, so, I, mean, that, uh, I just moved away from that yeah. idea altogether. So. But no, Raspberry Pis are great. They're, they're probably the cheapest, most cheerful way. Yeah. If you want to get into playing old games from the past, then you get yourself a Raspberry Pi. I mean, you can download, you can easily download a, a pack and you can enjoy games. But I think for us, yeah, we've got, especially me, I've got a four yeah. systems. I mean, I know you've got a lot as well. But no, Raspberry Pis are, are, are great. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but well, just before we came on air, um, I did mention um, a couple of weeks ago when we were at the, the computer club, I ended up just playing one system and one system alone. Yeah. It was the, the Vectrex with uh, Vec Mania, Vec Fever, I think it's called Vec Fever cartridge, which you can't get for love and money. Uh, there's only one bloke that actually makes them, and apparently you basically need to, you need to know the guy to get one. I did contact him on Atari, is it Atari age? What's the, Websites never got back to me, but they, they go for open source. I don't know, but he's a, he's the only bloke that makes them. So uh, I, I thought to myself, right, what can I do? And uh, one of the guys, the guy at the computer club that uh, had he had his uh, he took his vectrex along. He said there's a thing called the Pytrex, which is a vector. A vector. Is a, a vectrex cartridge, but you have to plug in is a Raspberry Pi Zero. I don't quite understand what. What the Raspberry Pi is doing? Is that like the, is that the brains of the operation or something? Is that or what? What's it doing? I have no idea. Don't, don't know how it works. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it arrived today, so Neil very kindly gave me a, a, a Raspberry Pi Zero, and uh, yeah, we were playing the uh, Battle Zone. Tempest works. I need to get. I need to get. If anyone here, I need to get Mame Rom's version point one two nine. If anyone can two two nine, no or two two is it two two nine two two nine is it two, yeah sorry point two two nine. So I'm looking for all the uh, they need to be split ROMs as well. I'm looking for like all your asteroids, Star Wars, basically all the vector games. If anyone I'm can. Pretty sure I've got them on my laptop. It's not or two two nine. You think? Yeah, not two two nine, but they haven't changed for years. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean the ones that I, yeah the ones that we tried. I think we've got about six working. So but, I've got the last. Meme set before uh, Pleasure Dome closed down. Mm. Yeah, no, that, that'd be good. But if anyone can point in the right direction or give me a, a link to them, I mean, 
or be even better if you could zip them up. I mean, it probably come about a meg <laughs> for all of them. So if somebody can give me point two two nine wrongs for uh, for the Vectrex, that would be uh, that would be excellent. And um, one other thing, I just want to quickly touch on the and again, it's something we've spoken about a lot of the time. I mean. Retro gaming seems to be going through a real sort of renaissance oh, period at the moment. There's one thing Sorry. you forgot about yeah. your Vectrex. The films we were watching. Oh, aye, aye. The <laughs> film player or something on the setting. That was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen that before. With voice audio. Aye, <laughs> and it's it's obviously like vector yeah. animation and it's stunning. I mean, it's it's all well, the one that we were watching yeah. was like Japanese manga. And it's like it's rounded and it's it's beautifully awake and it warps and it's like it's, yeah it's it's the reason I love the bike trek so much. It's, it's what I will do is I'm going to do a little actually just probably feed away into that. Yeah, there yeah. we go. That's better. But you never put the kettle on, Mike. I know. Well, yeah, right. Do you want? To, well, I'm going to put the kettle on. I'm going to put the kettle on. You can. You can. Uh, you can press right. stop button. You can. Stop. Are we going to pause it? And we're going to pause it. No, listen, right, when I disappear. No, right, anyway, we're fading water. But I'm not going to apologise with the, the crisps. I don't normally even make videos, but anyway. So, uh, yeah, the retro gaming uh, retro gaming market, it seems to be, I mean, it's been probably for the last couple of years, prices for of original hardware is just it's absolutely insane. I mean, it, I don't know what, I mean, what drives, what drives these prices? Obviously, there's demand, but if somebody, if somebody was to, uh, a stupidly high value in something there's people going to it's going to peak interest and that in itself then sets the price for things isn't it? Um, well, as they say the market finds its own route. Hmm. Well the thing is you've, you've mentioned before on, on eBay if you look at well you've got uh, uh, Atari Lynx you've got the uh, computer, computer Lynx how much is that going for at the moment? Still there. So this this guy who's literally been selling this for what? At, at least two years? At least eight years. <laughs> and is he selling it at the same place? I think he's not 30 quid up at that. What's it up to at the moment? But even uh, yeah, even stuff that's like Commonly, a Commodore 64 or Spectrum, you know, you're probably looking at oh, he's taking 100 quid off. What's it? Is it down to a it's down to 499? Oh, a bargain! Oh, bargain! No, that's a, that's a different look. It's a different one. That is a different one for some 48k. Oh, that's a Yeah, the thing is, you could you could be misled and think that you're actually sitting on a, a gold mine. I mean, the Vectrexes go for you know three, four hundred pounds now. It's just insane. I mean, there's. I, I remember I was at uh, 
Conoco with an ex-girlfriend down in Birmingham about 15 years ago. And there was a store that had two Vectrexes on it. So how much of it? Was, it was, they were 90 quid each. I was tempted to know how much of the book one. Well, actually, if you're in there, if you live in Glasgow, specifically a Langside place, Langside. Yeah, I used to live in Battlefield. Battlefield. There's a Heart Foundation shop in Battlefield. Now, this was as of a couple of weeks ago selling a Vectrex for 250 quid. One of the uh, <laughs> one of the, the guys that goes to the computer club, he popped his head in and he saw it and uh, he's got about four or five, so he didn't want to buy it, but he said, oh, how much is that? And he went, oh, we don't know. We don't even know what it is. He said, it's actually a very obscure uh, console. Yeah. And they're like, oh, how much should we charge? He says, well, I would charge 250 He says they're probably worth about three, four hundred. They probably sell that on eBay. So if you want to get yourself a bargain, get across the uh, it might still be there. And the thing is most people people are people are going to go into a charity shop expecting expected not pay very much money and they're going to see that for 250 quid. They're probably not even going to know what it is. And they're going to go bollocks to that. Well, I mean, I used to love going in charity shops. You see, a real bargain. Not but anymore. Then, but but no. now all the good stuff gets sent off to eBay. Aye. So. I was. I mean, I, I like going in a charity shop. So does my girlfriend Lee. She buys quite a bit from them. And I was in one a couple of weeks ago. Now I don't do designer wear. Not you know. I'll buy my jeans for George or whatever. No, I'm not interested in being. <laughs> hundred pounds for a pair of jeans. But there was a, a Lee spotted a shirt and she goes, Oh that's a really nice shirt. I think it's like Toby Hilfiger or something. I mean, oh right, okay. And I thought, oh, that, that, that's nice, yeah, I'll, I'll get that. And Lee goes, excuse me, how much is that t-shirt? Uh, 40 pounds. There's <laughs> a bloody charity shop. And the thing is they've been given that for nothing. Now I would imagine the whole point well I understand the point of charity shops is two twofold I would imagine A is to raise money for said charity, but surely it's to allow pe- people who don't have much money, they can yeah. go to a charity shop and get That's, stuff. Um, girlfriend, she used to volunteer in a charity shop in Dunfermline, and the one she did, I forget, I forget who it was, I don't know if it's British Art Foundation or something like that, but it's a, it's a premium charity shop. All the good stuff gets sent there. Oh, no. All the crap was the cacodic. Um, what you do find is, uh, what I found is, if you go to Subwork, any posher areas, more upmarket places, like people's where Lee's family comes from, you go to the charity shops there and they want daft prices for things. But on the flip side, if you go to car boot sales, we went to one in, uh, we went to one in Dumblain about a month ago. And Sassy Cat, which is sitting on the right hand side, that cost me a princely two pounds. I like to see that, I love that. <laughs> I actually said, oh, I love that. I said, I've not got any money. She goes, I'll buy it for you. How much? With two quid. And then I bought it. And then when she saw it, she goes, Oh, can I have it? No, <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. Look at that. I don't have a cat. There's Sassy Cat, two quid. So, yeah, if you go to, if you go to posher places, the car group sales tends to be. Better stuff. Not many car boot sales, do you go to them much at all? Not being one to the years. Again, it's a place where people 
occasionally ask stupid prices that think they've got something. Aye. Yeah, I mean, there's one in the in Falkirk, Falkirk Football Stadium, uh, and it's like the professional yeah. car booters. And it's the same shit that they've got. And, I mean, they're great if you want to buy like dog food or whatever sort of thing, but it's just shit. I, 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 see, often I remember um, I used to be a scout leader and we used to annually hold a jumble set. Um, a jumble set, that's, yeah. that's it's now, what, what, what would they call that now? Bollocks. Uh, it was the last one I ever did. Um, I'd ever do it as well. Or they can hold them, but I'm not going to be involved with them. That's. You had all the dealers coming round the day before. We were bringing a van of stuff we'd collected in. And they were, before the van had been opened, they were wanting to give us money so we could just get everything in there without looking at it blind. Mm-hmm. Anything decent they were wanting to buy, buy, buy. So come the day of the sale, it was shit. Right. So, and... So, uh, I mean, and we also had even it was a charity jumble stuff. We had scammers there. Somebody come in, started pretending they were one of the helpers, and were selling stuff and taking the money. In. <laughs> That's all right, yeah, not at all. But yeah, car boot sales now they used to be. Uh, they used to be the place to go if you wanted to build up a cheap, yeah, you, retro gaming collection. I remember being at one about probably about ten years ago, maybe more than that actually. Um, <laughs> when I happened across a box with some Mega Drives in it, and I went, "Oh, how much? How much is that?" It was a huge big box, and I said, "How much is that, mate?" Went, oh, give me fifty quid, mate, and I gave him the fifty quid. I didn't actually know what was in it. When I got it home, it had three Mega Drives, multiple controllers, and a Mega CD. Fucking games <laughs> for 50 quid, that was a bargain. But now you go to car boot sales and there's all the most vintage gaming you're going to get might be you've got an Xbox game or something or a Wii game, some Davina McCall's fucking workout or some shit like that. But uh, well, I'll tell you during the uh, our tea break, what's that? I'll tell you about that tea break. This is mm. you can still get some good stuff on eBay. Like I've got the mm-hmm. old Commodore calculator. Okay, I think, I think, I mean. Green, green VFD screen. It was the first one I had as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I told you I got it for £12.43. Um, usually they go for about 35 40 quid. So. Yeah. I, think, I mean, I've not bought off eBay for quite a long time. Uh, but I tell you, I bought something about a month ago. The old Casio Vientone. <laughs> I bought one of them. Well, I noticed that the sound, in fact, maybe I can maybe get you up a look at it. Yeah. The, the volume control, you can put it up loud and it'll be really low, and then you go like that and it'll go really loud. So Give it a squishy contact cleaner. Is it? Well, maybe. That might work. Can I maybe let you take it away and you can have a look at it for a moment? I'm walking. Hmm? I'm walking. Oh, aye, 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 aye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, can, you can take it and have a look at it all the time. But, uh, I mean, I've not. I think I think eBay's still probably the place where you can still. Because what, what I was going to say is, anybody that, that is kind of wanting to start collecting, building up a kind of collection of original hardware and games, where would you say is the the best place to go? I mean, yeah, let's face it, yeah, the bubble has burst. You're going to be paying over the odds for stuff, but friends and family, right? 
thing is, when you think when you think about it, how many how many hundreds of thousands of Commodore sixty fours and Spectrums were sold in the UK? And you sitting up in lofts doing nothing. Aye. Well, I'm sure. I remember uh, about, I think I think the only way you're you're likely to get a bargain, and again even then it's everybody thinks uh, everybody thinks that everything is rare now, you know, um, the, everything is rare, Master System rare, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis rare. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, about the wee handheld. You remember the old handheld televisions? Mm. The, the simpler one. No, it's not about. even the Sinclair ones, just the old Casios with, you know, with that two-inch screen on mm. People are describing them as rare now. Fucking <laughs> 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 Is it old Ari? Ah, the old Ari. <laughs> what about, um, I mean, you've got, a, you've got, a, you've got an interest in, the, in watches, which uh, we can talk about another day, but, I mean, the, the, the old, uh, the old Casio, Watches, the, the, the original, you know, the, the yeah. digital watches. Is um, can, are these easy to buy? I mean, or do, do people just throw them out? Or can you there are collectors for the old ones, but mm. probably get about twenty five quid at the most. Casio's not; a, it's a mass brand. Um, mm. I mean, it's if it's an automatic, yeah. I mean, this this is a Seiko. Star 17 Alpinist. This was only available in Japan. Right. I paid 275 quid for it. Because mm-hmm. they're now discontinued. Um, people are flogging them for 600 quid and they're getting it. Mm-hmm. People want it. So. <laughs> I actually heard, getting back to gaming for a second, I actually heard my niece was telling me the, uh, have you heard of the Steam Deck? Yeah, you know what it is. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I did touch on it recently. Uh, I watched up. No, I didn't watch a review. I was uh, one of the guys that's on my channel. He bought one, and he says it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. But and it's a big but. You need to have a bigger slope at quite close by. It's yeah. Ninety minutes, and it's dead. Now, to my mind, the whole point of a handheld is it's portable. What 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 is it? I mean, you're you're more techy than me. Um, and again, a blind baboon's more techy than me. But what what why why is it even now in the year two thousand and twenty two, when we can FaceTime and we can do God knows what else with drones with HD cameras? Why can we not make a battery that lasts more than an hour? What what is it? Why can we do that? Energy energy. You've got the dense energy density. It's called. You got how much? How big is the battery going to be? Mm. How uh, much energy can you store in a given space? Mm. So obviously we've got limited space. Is it not about like getting very, very energy efficient hardware? I mean, like the be- the best example I can think of, apart from like a Nokia thirty three ten. But there again, when you think about a Nokia thirty three ten, there was really no display. The, no, ori- snake. the original, hi, the original uh, Nintendo DS. From the DS Lite. Yeah. Honestly, I bought one. I bought one in maybe five years ago. And uh, it was probably about a year later. I, I mean, I didn't use it regularly, but a year on, you switched on in the bar. It would just last and last and last and last. Now, I've got the Nintendo Switch, and you're lucky to get an hour out of it. 
know, that'll always yeah. be the that'll always be the, the stumbling block. Well, you've got fancy graphics, fancy big colour screen. Huge colour screen. Yeah, and it's it's uh, much, much higher resolution. Mm-hmm. It's running faster, it's doing more. It gets warmer. Do you think we'll get to a stage where probably long after you and I have got the, the big arcade in the sky, do you think you'll have something like the Nintendo Switch handheld and you're gonna get like twenty hours out of battery? Do you think is the techno can they, with technology can they improve batteries or is or is that just um, not possible? Do you think? It's not my field at all. No. I, I'd say no. So. <clears throat> you, you, yeah. You've got all these people are trying to say, "Oh, we can do it in wirelessly." Well, you can cha- yeah, charge Charged wirelessly, and you'd be able to set up a room with the points all around it. You walk into room, but you lose energy logarithmically. Um, as soon as you get energy coming away from the source, the power just drops. Mm. That's why you get all these arseholes again, uh, anti 5G. The re- the f- um, they have to be a lot closer because they're putting out a lot of energy and the energy uh, drops off very quickly. That's why they have to have more uh, points of it. Mm. So I don't think wireless charging carrying around and it charges while you're just using it. So you don't think that's, 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 another that's never going to happen? You'll yeah. see, you'll see uh, scanners on Kickstarter uh, trying to flog it. But. Yeah, yeah. must admit, I mean, the, the phone that I bought about a year ago, it was a Redmi, it's a Japanese thing. I can charge it up in the morning, or at least I'll charge it up during the night, which you're yeah. not supposed to do in case, of, in case it fires, but I do it. And it will, it will last me like a day and a half, mm. and that's with heavy usage. A day and a half. Um, I've got one plus. If you, yeah, that that'll be similar. You got pretty good battery. Yeah. Battery in that, yeah. Aye. But uh, aye, I don't know. I don't know. I just I don't see the point. The thing is, I'm one of these bloody idiots that I, I see something like that. Oh, oh a portable. The thing that attracted me yeah. to the, the Steam Deck is, is it's a portable PC. I can play all yeah. my all my game bases, all my Steam games, and all that kind of bollocks. And then you realise that the battery doesn't actually last. But here's the thing: I, I never actually use the damn things. But you're talking about it alone. We've got all this tech, and we just never use it. I mean, just this week, uh, the hinge on my laptop broke. So. Oh, was that like you were, you were, you were, you were going to go up and then yeah, yeah. you ended up getting involved yeah. in trying to fix it. Then was it, uh, I fixed it. Unfortunately, I screwed the screen while I was doing it. No, so I mean, the screen's perfect, you can see it, but there's a big white bright bit on it and it's absolutely, it, you can use it, but it's painful to use. Mm. So I've got a new screen coming tomorrow. So I, I was sitting there the whole of this week, should I just buy it? Oh, should I buy a Chromebook? Because that Chromebook can do like almost everything I wanted to do. Well, then I saw this laptop I wanted. Oh, that looks good. Guru, brilliant price. It was 150 quid off. Then I thought, the laptop I've got does everything I wanted to do. And what's wrong? And I, that, that's when it's screwed, yeah. is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I just bought a replacement screen for 40 quid. Right. That, 
It'll take aye, twenty aye. minutes to fix. Yeah, I I know that that's what happens. You end up thinking, oh, I'll just get a new one, and then you end up spending one hundred and fifty quid. Whereas you say for forty quid, you could yeah. could have got a brand new one. I know. Um, so anyway, listen, right, we've kind of been waffling on quite long enough, but before we go, I'm just thinking about a couple of questions. Um, a couple of questions from last week's Friday Waffle. Um, right, Wee Bob, he wants to be called Wee Bob. Uh, great to listen uh, Great to listen along. Cheers for answering my question. Sorry I didn't make the stream. You did get it right. I am called Wee Bob because my dad was also called Robert. It was my nickname to distinguish between the two of us. Because I don't like call him Wee Bob because he's a lot taller than me. It just it just feels wrong. But big, I don't know big, why. Big Wee Bob. But then in in Scotland you get I get I mean Tony Teppel, um he calls me Big Al. <laughs> in Scotland you technically call him. Yeah, I call Big Big Jimmy, Big, big, big Al. Or, you, yeah, you, you, t- you tend not to call big people Wee. But anyway, I digress. Question for next time. No, you can go first. Have you ever got crisp on my screen? Have you ever done any gaming in a work environment? For example, the lead up to Christmas. My work, not much. Uh, my work, not much gaming, but we do the Christmas quizzes. I did try to take my NES, sorry, my SNES Mini, in a few years back, but couldn't get a stream to try it on. Um, yeah, do you, you? Did you ever do any kind of video gaming when you're working? Usually when I had a corner office and nobody was looking at uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty much me. I mean, but, but, uh, but not socially, though. Yeah, nah, but the only time I think I've ever actually played video games when I've been at work was about probably 20 years ago, and the, there was a wee online pool game. And uh, like my mates, we used to say, like, I'm basically right, we're going to go play it. And then we'd always have an Excel spreadsheet open, we could play it. <laughs> nah, I've always. Oh, well, what was it? The Legend of Larry games you used to have a keyboard shortcut. Oh, I They'll take you to a spreadsheet or something. <laughs> apparently, uh, talking about Tony Temple, Tony does a wonderful podcast called The Ted Dabney Experience, and uh, he talks to all the real early pioneers of the video games, early guys that worked for Atari. And I can't remember who it was he was talking to. Um, and he said that. They, it might be like the guy that was asteroids or something, I can't remember. But he said that they used the programmers used to have like a they would when they were programming the game, they would uh, they would always want to put in like the extra features that the yeah. Atari didn't want them to do, but they would have a, a quick shortcut so if somebody walked in you'd go bubble and then it would take them to like the other one. <laughs> I remember oh please. When I was at East Kilbride in a CFD suite, at four uh, SGI workstations and uh, a couple of, I forget which ones they were. I did have an O2 mark. Um, the, have you ever used an, used IRX? Proper workstation. These things. When, when they you know, they're about they're about twenty five thirty grand each. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Doom came as a demo with them, and that was brilliant. <laughs> Running on an SGI workstation. This is back in about nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> Doom on a huge monitor. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, from a job point of view, um, you know, 
maybe 20 years ago, my, my work was kind of quieter and you could get away with scribing, but yeah. I think the last 20 years, my work's my work was just through the roof and getting the chance to play the games is non-existent. Anyway, thank you very much, Bob. Um, yeah, good stuff. Right, and the last question. The reason there's not many questions this week is because last week I did a live Friday waffle and obviously you guys are watching it as I'm doing it. So you don't get as many questions. But uh, Right, Milfy Swinbuckle. <coughs> Two short questions this week. Now, Milfy, usually you've always got to can you really give them a bit of thought. Number one, actor crossover question. Which actor... Actress, technically you shouldn't use the word actress, they're all called actors. Who cares? Which actor from outside Britain could take part in a classic British show and play a classic role in said show and make a reasonable job of it, ignoring accents and language barriers and vice versa with British actors and actresses in classic foreign shows? Bloody hell, which actor... From outside Britain could take part in a classic British show and play a classic role in said show. In other words, I really like to see Kyanna Reeves coming across to EastEnders or something, I don't know. Um, I was thinking of Linda Lovelace in Upstairs, Downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, you know, Dan, one, Dan, one, Abbey. You know what, one thing that's always puzzled me greatly is when you get a, like a, a Hollywood film like an American film, and they've got everybody's American, but they pick a Scottish person to play an American. One of the examples is Pearl Harbor, which is a fucking awful film, but they've got Spud. It's yeah. Spud. I mean, and he's playing an American. Oh, <laughs> Why would you have that? Black Hawk Down as well. Uh, I, I just don't. And then, oh, but, oh, there was, I don't understand oh, that. The film about Joan of Arc about 20 years ago. All the French had English accents. And then you got the evil English came to inside Joan of Arc. And they all had fucking Scottish accents. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and we'll not talk about any Sean Connery films because he just plays, he just I'm from Russia. Yes, I'm from Moscow, don't you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean in another film uh, another film what was it and I have to say he played bloody brilliant part was uh, there's a, a series on Netflix which is really good I thoroughly re- I recommend it called Ozark and uh, it's down in the deep south and oh what the hell is his name he was in he was in Braveheart a brilliant Scottish actor what's he called again no good James Cosmo <laughs> No, 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 another one, not James Cosmo, the other one. Uh, oh, what's his name with uh, Chuck Mark? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, 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 he plays, what's his name again, bloody hell, he plays, he plays a, a, an American, and he, he plays it brilliantly. Um, it's just bizarre. I just, I'm, I'm, if there's any, yeah. if there's any film directors watching this, um, I'd, I'd love to know why that is. I mean, why, why, from a, a non-film producer type person like you and I, why, what, if you're making a film based in, you know, in America and it's with Pearl Harbor and it's got Americans in it, what, why would you say, oh, I want to get, you, what's his name, you and somebody or other from Trainspot, Ewan Bremer, is it because you just want somebody who looks like him? 
Because you wouldn't yeah. get them because cheap. Um, <laughs> I mean, but there must be a plethora of American yeah. actors. I don't understand it. Then, of course, you have uh, a, a TV programme that I started watching and I, it, it became an absolute chore to watch. But I watched it just because, oh, fuck, I didn't get to end this, was Peaky Blinders. I don't, it's, 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 I don't enjoy it. But they had, uh, what's his face, him at Jurassic Park. No, not the guy that was in the fly, the other, the other one. Not Jim Goldblum. Uh, no, the, the, the other one. Um, he's in the new Jurassic Park. He plays a night, a southern Irishman. Oh. <laughs> Surely they've got Jerry Adams or Buddy Bugger <laughs> all, I mean. I don't know, I don't know, but yeah, yeah, Malthy, you're asking about what um, actor, American, could you imagine any actors taking part in? No, I'm, I'm trying to think, actors who kind of, who are uh, going to any role. Well, let me tell you what, let's... Steve, Steve Buscemi. Ah. He could <laughs> get it on. Well, tell you, let's pick a classic. What about George and Mildred? Who could, if it was going to be two Americans, who could we have? Mildred. Um, What's the name that annoying, unfunny woman who's dead? No, you're thinking Miranda Hart. She's British, mate. No, no, not, uh, no. She's dead. She's. Oh, you said funny, like I mean Miranda. Then. I said unfunny. Oh, funny! Well, I could be Miranda. Uh, she's not. Loads of plastic surgery, but she's dead. <laughs> but she's dead. Part <laughs> not part of Carland. No, 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 no. no. Sylvester Stallone's missus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can see him. John Rivers. Yeah, that's John Rivers. Yeah, she would make quite a good, uh, quite a good Mildred. Brian Roper. Um, oh, he need a coat. Do you know that this is a fact? Do you do you know that when the uh, George and Mildred was out, George Roper, or whatever his name was, George, he was only like forty years old. <laughs> Fifteen years old enough. Um, Brian Roper. Like yeah. Steptoe. He was probably about five, ten years older than his son. Yeah. Steptoe. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think who could who could play a bald bloke. Oh, it's close <laughs> Mildred, have you taken the rubbish out? Put the kettle on and make me a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but, but, uh, but going by that, you just have to watch the US adaptations of British comedies. Ah, uh, but the office. That's like. Yeah, oh, yeah. You see the pilot that they did for um, oh, Red Dwarf. No. It's on YouTube. It's I can imagine that was diabolical. Yeah. Was it? Uh, right, anyway, to swing it around, vice versa, what British actors could appear in classic? Right, here we go. Starsky and Hutch. Who could we have? Who could we have? Ewan McGregor and Robert Bell. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Dennis Waterman, he would, he would be ideal, but he's, he would play Hutch. Was Hutch the blonde one? I was, I Starsky. And um, what uh, about Robin Asquith? <laughs> <laughs> I Robin Asquith and what's his face? Uh, uh, Man About the House. Sid James. No, not Sid James. Sid James could be, if it's a professional, I don't know, oh, I'm not no. talking about that. No, what's his name? Richard O'Sullivan. Richard O'Sullivan and Robin Asquith. Yeah. They would be perfect for Starsky and Hutch. What about, uh, what about Huggy Bear? Oh, there's been a, a token black guy that used to, <laughs> it was back from the 70s. 
John Conti. <laughs> John Conti. What else? We could have we could have John Conti as Huggy Bear. Precious McKenzie. We could Night <laughs> Boxer. We could have uh, we could have uh, what's his face? Oh bloody hell, he was in the superstars, he absolutely dominated. John Conti. No, no, I John Conti was that's what he made. What's his name? Brian Jacks. Brian yeah. Jacks would be hurt. No, he could be, he could if Brian Jacks got his hair dyed black, because he had a nice pair on, he would be an ideal star scoop. Right, secondly, from Malfi, lots of films based on computer games have been made, most of which are utter crap. Which computer game that has not had this treatment do you think might make a half decent film? What do you say, Larry? Yeah, yeah, good well, that would, well, and who would start it? Obviously, Robin Asquith. Because, yeah, uh, what, other, what other games? I mean, the thing about games is, I'd like, Half-Life could be good. The original Half-Life. Ah, or even the second one, yeah. Half-Life 2. Well, what about Half-Life 3? Was <laughs> that, that the one in VR? <laughs> oh, no, well, technically, I, Half-Life 3 is technically Alex. Um, I think Half-Life 2 would be... The, the thing about computer games is you, 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 you go into a situation, you go into a particular area, and it's just shooting things, shooting things, shooting things. You go up in the left and you get the key and you shoot things, shoot things. If you transform that into a film... It's ultimately, it's That's just like, a series I mean, only. I remember, was it? Oh, like, the original. Well, have you seen the film of Doom? Yeah, we, uh, The Rock. Yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't call himself The Rock anymore, does he? Dwayne Chambers or whatever. Yeah, his name's Dwayne. What's his name? Dwayne. <laughs> Small Stone, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not It's not the greatest. It's, it's, it could have been Doom. Yeah. The, but they did have a bit in there when it went into, like, first person shooting. Yeah, aye. None of the, the thing, the thing that disappointed me with Doom is none of the baddies. You want to see the big black or the giant tomato, the, yeah. the Keiko demon. You want to see the the pink kind of brule that changes you. None of these were in it. Maybe they would pitch it. It was just a, it was a horror film. Yeah, it was like kind of aliens, yeah. but but a lot shiter. Um, I, I don't know. Is there any film that you think could actually make any game that you think could actually transfer? I think I think you're probably right. The, the only thing is, it's like, and even in was it, was it Halo, they change a lot. Mm. Um, script editors, the budget gets hold of it for what they can do. So. Mm. I mean, a game that I would never please. I don't think it's a game. It's more like an interactive movie. It'd be something like that with Metal Gear Solid or possibly or some of the Final Fantasy games. They might transfer well into uh, into, into films. I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think. I don't. I don't but, think. But, I mean, but what's the difference now? It's just cutscene. But then run, run, run from A to B. Cutscene. Yeah. Cutscene. See, when you think about it, though, Ricky Gervais actually commented on. He said films now, like all oh, your Marvel films, your there's constant Marvel, whatever, like in Marvel, this Marvel, ah, da da da, all this. Ricky Gervais said films nowadays are just a series, like being in a. Fairground, right? It's just a series of, you know, action. And then you yeah, jump into another action, but, and then another action. There's really, there's no. But, but, but you've got the corollary to that is the best way to ruin a good film is to put Ricky Gervais in there. <laughs> You're not a fan of Ricky Gervais? No, I 
Stanislav and say, ah, it's a relief. Oh, what was that? Stardust. Brilliant film. And fucking Ricky Gervais. Stardust? Yeah, I think it was Stardust. I do like him. I know he's, I know he's not for everybody. Um, same character, aren't they? <laughs> um, yeah, the last part is, you know, what film, what film would make... Uh, I mean, Super Pipeline 2. You're trying to unblock a pipe. I've seen plenty of uh, <coughs> adult films that have been based on Super <laughs> Pipeline 2. I suppose. Oh, I've seen that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, listen, I think that's quite enough uh, us waffling for a bit. So uh, if you're still with us, thank you very much. Interesting thing. If I, if I look, look at my analytics on YouTube, um, it'll, you'll, you can put out an hour's video and it'll say average watch time three and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah very few people actually watch to the very very end if you have thank you very much you should put those digits in the end questions asked aren't answered at the end what's that you remember you can, you can put chapters you mean titles. oh yeah, yeah that's too much that's way too much work so anyway listen obviously this is pre-recorded please get your questions or your topics or whatever um and for for next one uh, Blackpool, as I mentioned, I'm going to be doing a Blackpool on the 1st and 2nd of October. It would be good if you can come along. If you're going to come along, get your tickets hot. If you do see me, come up and say hello. Oh, I've got tickets for EC Dixie. So you have one, you're going to come home with me. So, and listen, I just want to thank Neil for taking part in that. It's always, it's always a pleasure having yeah. you in, mate. I'll um, send you the bill for the pies, you know? Yeah, fantastic. And uh, <laughs> as always, guys, thank you very much for watching. Have a fantastic weekend. See you later. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chum Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.